Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome back to another edition of the Stardust Press Podcast, where we thought we had some news, but we ain't really got much news, because anything we need to mention, we're going to talk about, because it's tournament season in Japan, so it's like, uh, not much is going on. Everybody's in the middle of their tournaments, so. And if there's any other wrestling news, just check out the Twitter discourse at the moment. Yeah. I think the Twitter discourse course now is like CM Punk return versus like Dexter Loomis and Karrion Cross return for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't be paying attention that much. If it doesn't involve Tokyo Pimp or like Dragon Gate, I'll just kind of see it as it comes across my Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Heard there was a sketchy show that happened, but... Yeah. Apparently. Wrestling. Apparently. I... Yeah. If you're on Twitter, you know, you know. Yeah, no. Um... But uh, we are going to talk about today. We're going to talk about this uh, Open the Dream Gate Championship Contenders match with Ida and Casey, as well as the first day of N1 victory, only the tournament matches. If you would like to go out your way to watch Stallion Rogers and Mohamed Yone in a match, please go do that. Uh, then we're also going to talk about the Nomad Show Volume 2. Uh, it was the second one that they've done in Shinduku Face. I don't think they've announced a third one quite yet but i'm sure that'll be put together whenever rena gets back from japan and all that but uh and we're also going to do a draft at the end where we are going to take control of stardom and tjpw we've cut some people from the roster and we're going to draft 13 people to replace those people and the goal is to improve the roster and kind of challenge ourselves with the people we're getting rid of and adding to you know to see how they would fit with the people we did keep and, you know, among other things. But that's, that's going to be at the very end. So first we'll hop into this uh, Dragon Gate uh and Hall show. Um, before we get to the main event, early on in the card, we had a singles match between Mochizuki Jr. and Ishin Ihashi, which was really, really good. Uh, Mochizuki Jr. is, all, of course, a super rookie because his dad's Masaki Mochizuki, but... Ishinihashi, anytime Mochizuki Jr. did something, Ishinihashi whooped his ass. He said, you think? He's like, I like you. Uh, of course, uh, it came about because Ishinihashi doesn't believe that Mochizuki is a champion. He believes that he has had his dad help him out with everything and hasn't worked for anything, so they had the singles. And, of course, Masaki Mochizuki was ringside and asked Ishin like he was going to get the win. Mochizuki interfered and helped his son win as he does, and afterwards he was just like, there's another reason that uh, Mochizuki Jr. beat you in S because his genes are superior, and as he said that, Ishinihashi's father, who was Masaki Mochizuki's uh, senpai in WAR, I believe, came out and said, Mochizuki, shut the fuck up, and he was like, oh, Ishiriki senpai, sorry, sorry, hey, hey, he's like, I was just trying to help him out here, you know, give him a little advice, and uh, Ishin Ricky was just like, uh, I retire in October, so we're going to kick your ass. So um, next month at Korokan Hall is going to be Ishin Ricky and Ishin Ihashi versus the Mochizuki family, Masaki Mo- Mochizuki and Mochizuki Jr. So that's a little fun little match uh, that they put together there. Um, then also, oh, let's see if there's anything I need to mention that happened on the part. Nothing really popped out until the main event and after that show, so let's go ahead and jump ahead to that. Uh, we watched the Open the Dream Gate Championship Challenger contendership match between KZ and Ida as on the house show loop. 
Ida has been doing these GHC Junior Tag Championship defense battles, but he is not the champion, and it is a tag title, and it's only him defending. <laughs> uh, he's defending. He de- like face Kai, and I'm like Kai's like two forty or something, man, <laughs> junior. Um, but uh, Ida came out at the end as a courage was closing the show, and was just like, I want to challenge for Dreamgate. Because it was a UT's homecoming show in Nagoya, and the main event was Natural Vibes versus T-Courage, and I think it was Kikuda as well. Uh, and then Casey was on ringside. I was like, hey, 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 if anybody is going to lose a Dreamgate challenge, it's going to be me. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was right. Uh, but Rio Saito was like, ah, oh, we'll just have a match in Corrigan. That sound good? And they were like, yeah, that's cool with me. So they had their match. Uh, this is a rematch from two years ago uh, when Ida was open the Dreamgate champion. Uh, he faced KZ at the Gate of Destiny because uh, one of the results of the cage match where Masato Yoshino won and the Dragon Gate gener- or Yamato escaped, I believe it was, uh, was that somebody from the Dragon Gate generation would get a Dreamgate championship shot and, and KZ got their shot because he beat Naruki Doi. Um, and essentially, the story here is KZ, he always loses Dreamgate Championship shots. He's 0-5 when challenging for the title. But his motto is, it doesn't matter how many times you lose. It just matters that you keep coming back. Because once you stay down, that means you've given up. And as the leader of Natural Vibes, he cannot do that. He's got to keep coming and trying to aim for his dream. And Ida, he, although he was Dreamgate Champion... It happened in 2020, and Ida considers anything that happened that year as something that just doesn't exist. It just didn't happen because it's not a real championship reign to him. Uh, so that was the story going into it. Uh, it was very uncharacteristic. This match started with a handshake. Ida extended the hand, and Casey shook it, and there was like no shenanigans out of that, which was interesting. Uh, then they go on to have a pretty good, pretty good quirk and main event here. It wasn't too long. It was back and forth the whole time. Uh, it was mostly clean. Uh, either was mostly targeting Casey's arm to take away his elbow strikes and set up for the uh, numero uno. Uh, but eventually, I love when these two face because when Casey comes bouncing off the ropes to do the CDJ, Ida fucking eats shit on his neck. <laughs> it's crazy because I was listening to Jay talk about how Ida's got a pretty banged up neck and he's over here fucking spiking himself on his head. <laughs> this man is uh, tired of living. <laughs> he was like, fuck it, man. You know, we gotta do what we gotta do. Um, I'm stuck with this uh, this title that I can't defend. Yeah, so it's like, you know, we just got things to do, man. <laughs> um, but uh, eventually he does get the win, though, because he is able to get the referees out of the way so he can kick KZ to, below the belt and then hit him with the Imperial Uno, which is the super kick, pin him one, two, three, and he becomes number one contender for the Open the Dreamgate Championship. So. Him and Yuki Yoshioka will be having their championship match next month in Oda War Gymnasium at Dangerous Gate, uh, which is another big test for Yoshioka because this is probably the apex when it comes to popularity. There is nobody in Dragon Gate except maybe Yamato that's more popular than Ida. So uh, this, this is a big test for him. And uh, Ida doesn't have a unit, so he just like took his key and he just left. So D-Courage was like, Y'all care if we close the show? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then uh, Madoka Kikuda came out, and he just goes, uh, it, uh, if you don't mind, I just want to say a few things. And the character's like, yeah, sure, go do your thing, man. Uh, and he was just like, uh, y'all are a good tag team, but 
don't y'all think y'all are lacking in numbers? Uh, and they were just like, oh, what are you talking about? He was like, I don't want to, like, join the courage, but if y'all need any assistance, I will always be there to help. So kind of extended his uh, services to D-Courage. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He was like, so they essentially gave him the title of the bench hitter for D-Courage. So whenever they need somebody because they are not in the unit, they can call on Madoka Kikuda. And uh, Kikuda was just like, all right, thanks. And then uh, he tried to leave and Yoshoko was like, get your fucking ass back over here and close this show with us. Uh, and they was like, all right. So Yoshoko was like, all right, next title match is decided. And Kikuda as as the bench hitter for D-Courage, you're also going to be required to come stand ringside with Daya during my Dream Gate Championship matches. And he's like, all right, that's cool. So they're not a unit yet, but they probably will be. They're just like a trio now. Uh, it's it's odd. I, I was like, can they just make them a unit? This is odd. <laughs> but, you know, this is what it is. Uh, that's all that came out of that show. There's a shuffle card on the 14th, and that shit's out of control. Like I said, the main event's like Yamato, Keizi, and Ida versus Minora, Yoshioka, and Kikuda. Uh, Nosawa's teaming with M3, uh, M3K. It's like, it's a crazy card. Uh, but yeah, that's all for that. Then we hop into N1 victory action. Where'd they kick off at? Yokohama? Uh, yeah, Yokohama Budokan. Well, first of all, people there. well, this crowd was ass, so I just want to get that out of the way. I mean, <laughs> like, it says 940. It looked like there was about five people there. Yeah, but and it sounded like there was about zero people there because this crowd <laughs> sucked. Oh, my God. Especially when I got... this was a card with, like, pretty good matches on it as well. Yeah, I enjoyed most of it, but, like, especially, like, Sugira and Kojima, I think, was, like, the initial one where I felt it. I was just like, if this was in Corkin, this whole show would have been a whole lot better. <laughs> um, but go, go ahead. Yeah, so the first match uh, in the Animal Victory Tournament was a Block B match with Kasika Nakajima versus Masaki Tamiya. They're, this is the one duo in Noah that cannot miss, no matter how hard they try. Yeah. No matter if they're wrestling really 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, they're going to deliver every time. Everything they did in this match looked way more dangerous than it needed to be, whether it was a backdrop, a slap, anything. Everything, like the dangerous factor got up to 100 in, in this one. <laughs> I mean, they're brothers, so they're not really going to go... Easy on each other. Oh no! If they went easy on each other, they Hulk, Akira and Kinsuke have been waiting for them. Like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> That's not what you were taught. <laughs> you weren't actively trying to kill each other. What yeah. What are you doing? Masa got the message because as soon as that bell rung, he fucking took his head off with that close. <laughs> I was I was really surprised um, because of how much Masa was like demolishing Nakajima during this match. Like he did that spear that looked absolutely oh, yeah. sick. Moss is the guy. How and Noah doesn't deserve it, bro. It, this dude's the guy. Like, it, you know, it's bias or whatever, but this dude's the guy. I don't know how you don't watch this guy wrestle and don't decide he's going to be our world champion for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. And uh, of course, Nakajima was the world champion for a minute, so um, it went back and forth. But of course, after I predicted him to win, they just said fucking Masakita is going to lose. That's what he's going to do, little bitch. Uh, but uh, Katsuko Nakajima, the defending champion, starts off uh, with a victory, which is very rare for most tournaments because the defending champion usually starts off losing 
uh, a few at least, especially in a round robin setting. But Nakajima Jimmy one here, so he's probably gonna lose to like somebody I hate. So I was gonna say like this is Nakajima, so he's probably gonna go like undefeated in the tournament, win it again, and then people are gonna say that he gets nothing. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to tune them out because those are just New Japan fans who just decided to tune in to Noah because they weren't doing much in the pandemic. So that's just, you know, that's just me, though. But uh, two points for Nakajima and a really good opener. Probably should have been probably should have been a main, but, you know, got to show off to a hot start. No, that's true. The uh, the next match was a block A match with Masaru Tanaka versus Anthony Green. This was a WWE fucking superstar. fever dream. Going from Masakita Mia versus Katsuhiko Nakajima, one of the biggest blood feuds in Noah, to Anthony Green. This is crazy. I can't believe this. 205 Live superstar. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I forgot. Like, what was... ECW legend. Are you on K? Yeah. Are you okay. on K? Can you tap Anthony Green? I forgot what his WWE name I'm pretty sure it was something um... fucking ridiculous. Because I feel like it was some of really stupid uh, I felt like I was like God, he's not been in WWE for a while no he got like uh, released really long time ago oh Austin uh, August Grey that was yeah yeah, yeah I was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry Tanaka versus August, August Grey, Grey. <laughs> uh, but you know it was pretty solid it was just, know, it was just weird I'll, okay out of the Gaijins they brought I didn't hate in, it yeah out of the English-speaking gaijins that they've brought in for this tournament, uh, Anthony Green, definitely the better of the two. Um, but yeah, I didn't hate it. Uh, Masato Tanaka actually said on Twitter that it reminded him a lot of facing Mike Awesome because he did like the jumping thing where he like jumped over Ew. the guardrail <laughs> and he did the awesome bomb to him. And I was like, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I would Mike never Aw- compare Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome is about to jump out of this grave and fucking send Masato Tanaka to, <laughs> to the crowd. Um, Interesting yeah, comparison. Yeah, but at one point, I thought Anthony Green was going to win, and I was like, if they have fucking Anthony Green beat the 0 1 world champion, <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, but uh, no, Masato Tanaka, of course, wins. He beats him with a sliding D. One of the best moves in wrestling. Fucking love Masato Tanaka. He, he just win. That's my guy. Um, we had another block B match with Ma- uh, Masakatsu Funaki versus Kenya Okada. Kenya being the replacement for Timothy Thatcher. Can't you can if you needed any more explanation to who trains with Kenya Okada in the dojo, just turn your volume up and listen to his fucking mouth whenever he throws a kick. <laughs> he does the fucking Nakajima motor mouth thing. I was like, God, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but these kicks that Kenya were throwing were crazy. They are a lot heavier than they were, say, a few months ago. This dude's letting them fly. Uh, but of course, fucking Masukatsu Funaki can't let me be happy for one second. Uh, I will say this is one of the best Funaki outings in a good long time. Uh, hopefully that sets the tone for how he's going to perform the rest of the tournament because he looked really good here. Uh, I don't know how he just performed great in the end one last year and just made the executive decision suck all this year, but uh, he looked really good here. Uh, he won with the choke, but uh, he gave he gave Kenya some hope, but it, it, you know it was obvious Funaki Funaki rarely loses so. 
the next one was a block A match with Hideki Suzuki versus Misaki Mochizuki. I wanted to like this more than I did. I don't know. I felt like something was off about it. No, I, I 100% get that because on paper, I was like, oh, this is probably going to be my favorite match. Yeah. And I was like, when I watched it, I was like, it, it didn't do it for me. Didn't have to go nearly 15 minutes, I can tell you that for a fact. No. I think Hideki tried too much to make it more of a shoot uh, instead of just selling. Uh, if he just would have sold the kicks from Mochizuki, it probably would have made the match a whole lot better. Uh, I think since Mochizuki has that, uh, I believe it's kickboxing or karate background, he tried to make it more of a shoot. Uh, that doesn't work with everybody. Uh, he probably should have just sold here. Uh, but yeah, it, it was just off. It wasn't terrible or anything, but it should have been way better than it was considering the two involved, and they're definitely going to have better matches throughout this N1. So. Yeah, I feel like if you are going to watch the N1, like, I wouldn't say skip this match. But I wouldn't, like, recommend it either. If you got time to watch it, just watch it. But, like I said, they'll have better outings. It, this one was just off. Uh, but I will say that Hideki Suzuki's gigantic knee brace always makes me laugh, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> It, it uh, looks a little bit dramatic. It looks com- it looks so comical. I like to think he doesn't have a knee injury. He just wants to wear. I <laughs> <laughs> just uh, decided to wear it one day. I was like, you know what? This would be great with my wrestling gear. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because Hideki Suzuki's a troll, so I I want to believe that's the case. Uh, but Hideki does get the one with the double arm suplex. So next um, up for both of them, I believe next up for Hideki is. Fujia, I want to say, and I believe next up for Mochizuki's Kano. I think that's it. Should be good matches. Oh, dude, Hideki and Fujia slapped the shit out of each other. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, there was a six-man tag that was stuck in the middle of this. I didn't watch it, but uh, Alejandro, Sushi Kotoge, and Yohei defeated Daisuke Harada, Kai Fujimura, and Seki Yoshioka. I'm sure it was great, but I wasn't watching that. Oh, yeah, this is, like, some of the actual good talent in the division, so I'm sure it was good, but I I, I was on a mission to watch the tournament matches only, so. Yeah, speaking of uh, great matches, Block B, we had Kaito Kiyomiya versus Scottish legend Jack Morris. Sublime every... This is my match of the year. This is my match of the year. <laughs> Kaito I came out in new, like, Nane Takahashi. Yeah, he came out Nane Takahashi, but his passion wasn't strong enough. This boy ate... The move that Jack Morris made famous, the Tiger Driver, and he lost. The Morris I, Driver, if you yeah, will. <laughs> the Morris Driver 98, as I like to call it. Uh, wow, Kaito, you should have just, your passion wasn't strong enough. That's all I got to say. Uh, Jack I, Morris was watching them Nane tapes. He had the passion. Yeah, he had the passion for sure. It's crazy because, like, Jack Morris wasn't awful, but it's incredible about how unremarkable or interesting he is as a wrestler. <laughs> he's like the most basic, like... He's like Dolph through. Ziggler, but not good. <laughs> it's like if you go on, like, the WWE 2K games, you create a wrestler, like, as this quick is as my you w- can. This is my <laughs> WWE 13 guy. This is him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Jack Morrison, bringing it home for, for the UK. He's taking us back to the BravoCon. <laughs> going there, all the way. He's Wembley Stadium. He's bringing the trophy back to, like, ICW or something. 
Yeah, we're, we're going, we're going to Wembley. We're going to wherever. <laughs> Man, I, mean, I can't I believe bro, the match started to be I, I, I didn't either, but man, I can't believe this. Kaito Kiyomiya just had the best performance of his career. Beats Keiji Muto, gets given these legendary moves, and the first thing they do is have him lose to Jack Lawrence. This is so great. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh, I can't believe it, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see how Jack Morris uh does against the other guys because Kaito trained in Canada, so he's like familiar with styles outside of Japan. Uh, all I'm saying is Jack Morris tries this soft shit with Sugiri, he's gonna get his shit leaned in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is gonna be the only points that Jack Morris picks up. He's gonna pin Kenyo Kata, dude. Kenyo Kata's not getting oh, no yeah. points. Oh, yeah, I forgot just... Kenyo was in, in the B block. If Thatcher was still in the B block, he probably would only get these two points, but. He's going to beat Takashi Sugira. I can feel it. He's going to beat Funaki and get a national title match. There's no way. There's he's no gonna, way he he's doesn't. He's going to beat Funaki. He's going to beat Nakajima. He's going to beat Masa. He's going to be, like, in contention to win this block. <laughs> he's going to be... Dude, Funaki said, I want to face a strong foreigner next. Dude, he's beating Funaki. He's going to be in contention to win this block. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, didn't have Jack Morris uh, winning the N1 victory on my... I did. Uh, you that's what you, well, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> I did, so... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after that um, match of the year, we had a Block A match with Kano versus El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. You see, the thing is with this match is it was getting it good. Fucking long. That, and <laughs> it was good, but... Every time they got to a big spot, there was a communication problem. So the timing was off. So it and it really deflated the match because it happened several times, mm-hmm. which sucks because they definitely probably could have. This probably would have been a one of the better matches of the night if they would have didn't have timing issues and stuff like that. I did appreciate Wagner fucking pissing Cano off by just com- continuing to run in and outside <laughs> the ring and making Cano upset. <laughs> um. It's crazy watching this because Kano is a tiny man and Wagner's in here flying around and he's like a minivan just flying around the ring. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, Kano gets the win. I believe he won't throw a redneck choke uh, to score two points. So uh, After that, there was another six-man tag. Also did not watch this. Uh, I watched El the entrances. Hiro, El Hio del Santo... Naomichi Marufuji and Ultimo Dragon defeated uh, Los Peros, uh, Kataro, Suzuki, Nasawa, and Super Crazy. Uh, as my man Hio calls him, El Hio de Santa Claus. <laughs> That's a cute name. <laughs> yeah. He kept asking him in the Zebrats tag match on the, at the Dragon Gate Cork, and where is my presence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this was... That match happened because uh, where No Sal and Super Crazy and all of them came to Kobe World and it was just like, I'm going to fuck you up, old man. And Santo and Ultimo said, we're going to go to Noah to get our revenge. <laughs> I said, all right, bro, you could do that. Uh, they won. Yeah, they, they did it in a tag match that I did not watch. I'm sure it was good, but... I'm sure if Ultimo wants to stop being a coward, him and Katara Suzuki end up a banger, but, you know, <laughs> that's what it is. Can't win them all, but... Um... 
had a plot B match. This was a semi main event with Takashi Sakura versus Toshi Kojima. I love old men so much. Yeah, show old people. This is the match where I was just like, God, if this was in Gorkin, this would have been crazy. This would have been at least four stars if it was in Gorkin. Because yeah, this crowd... so dead for this. This crowd sucked, and they were like... Of course they could do more, because they were holding back. This is the first night of this tournament, so they weren't going to go all out. Uh, but still, it was a good match, so I was just like, bro, this crowd sucks. <laughs> uh, they were going at it. Uh, and like, when... When you want to look at the definition of strong style, just look at two old guys like these two just throwing hammers at each other because <laughs> they're not holding back. They're not being nice to you. They're letting it fly. Uh, but uh, Takashi Segura gets the win uh, with the rolling guillotine. I love how people compared fucking Kojima to Keiji Muto when he first appeared, and he's over here losing all the time. <laughs> so. Yeah, this was a really enjoyable match. I feel like it did drag on a little bit for me, but that's just mm-hmm. me hating matches that go over, like, ten minutes. That's understandable. <laughs> it dragged for me because I was like, God, this crowd is terrible. <laughs> Otherwise, really good match. Definitely would uh, recommend watching this one. They should run it back in a venue that doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the main event, it was a block A match with... Uh, Kazuyuki Fujita. You know, the singly. You know, singly. Fujita out here with the fucking Kurt Angle. Came, was it Vengeance came, Day? Yeah, yeah, the, the Vengeance singlet. Oh my god, this is incredible. Kazuyuki Fujita is the greatest wrestler of all time. You see the press conference where he had the white Sami Zayn hat? If he had a white Sami Zayn hat and singlet, oh my god, he might have been my pick to win in one. <laughs> this man was just like. It was, was he getting chopped or something? He just like he yeah. didn't even pull the straps down. He just kind of pulled his stomach out. Yeah, he, put and then his he pulled the cat. straps down. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching this like. Kazuyuki was the great. Okay, one. I just want to say this match was good, but y'all got to listen. Y'all got to understand. Kazuyuki is the best wrestler of all time. <laughs> he pulled his stomach out and then took the straps out. This <laughs> is incredible. I can't believe this man. Oh my god. Uh... Go and Fujita don't miss together. That's just hidden rule. They they've got good chemistry, and I really don't know why because uh, Fujita is an Anoki head who probably was never properly trained how to bump or anything, and Shiozaki's a Kobashi guy who's like had to be pressed for greatness since day one. <laughs> so it was like it's crazy that they're like good together. But uh, I, no complaints from me because I mean Fujita pulled his stomach out. I'm here for it. <laughs> It's crazy. He had, the, he had the camera gear, the stomach was out. What more could you ask for in, in a wrestling match? I, listen, sometimes I think people overreact about Kazuki Fujita. I think he's just an old man trying to have a good time. <laughs> uh, he did get the win and get the two points. They're really building toward him and Kano during this tournament because uh, Kano said he's the person that he wants to beat the most because he never lost the title. So. They're probably going to have a title match after N1. I don't know if, if Fujita wins. The problem with N1, and I was talking with Alicia about this, is the winner is going to get their shot in a venue that's not very important. So you don't really want to waste a big title challenger there, especially when you're running Ariaki Arena later this year. So it's like, and you got Budokan like first of the year uh, or the 4th of January. So it's like, it, it probably don't want Fujita to win in one, but 
it probably makes sense for him to do it, or like maybe Sugira, somebody that's like easy to throw out there for a first defense. It's it, you know, it's so just why Jack Morris is going to win. <laughs> exactly, it's just it's just odd scheduling that you would have the winner of this like get a shot at just a nothing venue uh, <laughs> show of no importance. So it's just like eh. So it's 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 difficult to tell, but uh, overall, fine first opening night. I'm sure there'll be better nights. Uh, so how was the uh, Hayata and Chris Ridway match? <laughs> uh, I actually didn't go. So you didn't go. <laughs> I went. I went out Saturday night. I was a little hungover, and I thought, you know what, Alex Windsor's off the card. I was like, I'm not dying to see Hayata. I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just miss it. <laughs> so it was twelve pound down the drain. Beth said it was good. <laughs> you just, as, as Sorry, the, I drank too much. I didn't feel like standing there watching that till eight o'clock at night. Listen, Razzle Carnival said it's the best match over Z's. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's probably true, but uh, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> I know that's true, but I mean, I was uh, like, you know what? I think dying sounds a little bit better. Exactly, exactly. But uh, anyway, that's all for that Noah stuff. Uh, I actually Speaking believe of good shows. <laughs> well, before we get to that, I believe in or not in one G one ends like next next week. I think I think it's like the eighteenth. But whatever. They've wrestled like every day this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I haven't watched a single match of that, so I don't. I've watched are. all the matches you drove one. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that, and I watched Kenta versus Naito because I awesome, but. Uh, yeah. I for, I was looking. I was like, I right. I was like, yeah. You go and take this D block tonight. So let's let's see when these finals are. <laughs> can't wait to him and Nice. Yeah. I yeah, can't yeah. wait. I cannot. I hope to God because Evil's already eliminated from the tournament. If Yudro beats Shingo, Osprey just has to lose once, and Yudro has won the won the D block. <laughs> He's won the D block, and I cannot wait. I hope they send the entirety of House of Torture out to jump Shingo <laughs> and Yujiro wins just so it can be Naito and Yujiro in the semifinals because they're going to they're gonna complain. They're like, New Japan, why would you do this? This is not the doing of New Japan. This is the doing of a old man with bad knees wanting to fight his <laughs> friends. <laughs> okay? I cannot wait. It's going to be beautiful. Shouts out Big Tetsuya. Although I think Tama Tonga versus Jay White besides like the B Walk or whatever. Oh, God. This is why I'm not watching the G1. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see, Jay White versus Tama Tonga. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, G1, best tournament of the year. I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, I've not watched any tournaments at the moment. I'm having a blast. After catch, after catch the Wave, I was done. I'm not watching Five Star. I'm not watching G1. I'm having, but... I'm having a blast. <laughs> I'm having a blast. I'm having a blast in G1. I have not seen, like I said, I, what I've just told y'all I've watched, that's what I've watched. I have not seen anything <laughs> else. So uh, I take that back. I watched Shingo versus Yoshihashi on night one because I heard it was good and it was good. But other than that, I, I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I was like, oh yeah, I did see that last night. I was like, oh, that's crazy. This tournament's been going on for fucking ever. <laughs> I mean, uh, out of like stardom, I think Hemek is winning her block at the moment, so that might watch that. Uh, we're just Koguma stand in the G1 rankings. 
in the G1 rankings. Yeah. Uh, I'll fact check that because I don't know. What is she doing? Uh, she's got four points. She's like, is that number one in the block? Uh, Yatami's got six points. That's Imeka's bullshit. Like six points. That's bullshit. But and okay, that's fine. Kagama that's fine. and like everybody else with that's, four points. That's easy. You know, easy comeback. There's like 90 matches in this tournament. We got time. You know what? Hazuki and Mariah winning their block, so. Uh, that's an insane sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope Hazuki wins five star. If Mariah beats Hazuki, I might just start standing up for TJPW, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll defend TJPW in their um, safe booking if Hazuki doesn't win five star. Yeah, I'll fucking complain, <laughs> actually. Uh, but. Anyway, I mean, why not? Realistically, if Nane doesn't get the belt, Hazuki could get it next. It'd be fine. Uh, but I mean, on hopefully to... Nane wins it, but... Speaking of Nane, we did watch Nane. Aha! Hell yeah. I said they. So, uh, Nomads is back in Shinjuku face. Uh, it's a little more tame than the first show, which is fine. Because uh, they didn't have Chiron, so it didn't need to be as crazy. Uh, but it was still... didn't have because she been kidnapped. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, still a very good second show. Like both of these shows are both really, really good. So I consider their their idea success. Um, For I, something that's meant to be just like a follow on of like freelance shows, I don't yeah. know why people are expecting this to be like big draw after big draw. Like, how much did they draw on this one? Uh, it doesn't actually sound cage much, but uh, I will tell you, Crash Bandicoot two nine eight was not impressed with the show. Well, tell Crash Bandicoot suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave uh, Crash Bandicoot two nine eight gave uh, it a four out of ten on uh, cage match. Well, nobody cares what they think, so because <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a very good show. Um, I'll start off the night, I believe, with uh, Mayuki and Riko Sakurai. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I figured he wanted to take the lead. This is your show, man. I mean, uh, I mean yeah. Uh, so, I wasn't really expecting much from this match. I didn't know it's... what to expect. I've never seen Yuko Sakurai in my life. Because <laughs> I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't expecting much because like, well, it's Maya in an opening match. Uh, Yuko is a part of colors uh she's like 90 years old but she's been wrestling for like three years or something so i was like yeah it's probably not gonna be that great uh better well, than solid. i was expecting solid really solid well, i don't know i do not choice, like out of the matches that were on this card definitely a good choice for the opening match i don't know how i feel about maya's little submission i'd rather she just like fucking kicked her head off or something <laughs> Maya probably pitched that to her. She's like, okay, I'm going to do this move where I just kick your head into, like, the 10th row. And you was <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Can you do a submission? Yeah, I'll do I'll, She started doing submission. I was like, there's no way she's going to win with this. And <laughs> she wins with it. <laughs> uh, uh, it did surprise me a little bit. Because when I think of Maya, I don't really think, like, She's the technical specialist. wizard. She's the technical wizard. Yeah. Brian Danielson, technical award winner. Maya Yuki. Yeah, Maya Yuki is actually in a tag team. It's, uh... It's it's fucking her and uh, who she team up with the Nomads the first one, uh, her and Rini Yamashita. They're called uh, oh. Dangerous Techers. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite technical tech team. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, Maya picked up the win with a submission. It was a solid, solid opener. Um, I did like how everything on this card was like pretty well paced. Oh yeah, like, the show flowed great. As it went. The yeah. flow of the show was great. I think that's something good that's come from both of the Nomad shows is that the four of the like producers they really know what they're doing is in terms of the flow of the show because a lot mm-hmm. of like even when you watch like fucking stardom or tjpw there's still like lulls in the in the flow mm-hmm. so i think they've got that down pretty well also these are like freelancers these are not people that have signed so it's like they don't need to get like as many people in the card as humanly possible. Like some people did miss the show. Oscar wasn't on the show. Karyoniyama wasn't on the show. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a few. Uh, but it, it was, a, you know, they're kind of cycling cast, so it's like you know, whatever. Yeah, I think as long as like the main four are there, then really you could have anybody that's a freelancer in Japan at the moment. And there's plenty of women that are freelancing, so yeah, I don't think oh, it's sure. up for choice. Mm-mm. But um. Next match, it was a six-woman tag. We had Maika Ozaki, Sariano, and Tei Honma versus Kaho Kobayashi, Makoto, and Mocha Harui. Mocha was replacing someone. I forgot who it was. But I believe they called... Oh, Kakaru uh, Sekiguchi from uh, oh, Co- yeah. Colors. Uh, well, she works Colors. I don't think she's actually affiliated with them. But uh, I believe she got COVID or something. Uh, so... Yeah, I just remember seeing Mocha's face plastered everywhere. And yeah, I and I was like, like hell yeah, Mocha! <laughs> oh, I love Mocha. I do too. Uh, she's, like, no stretch. She's probably one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world today. She's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, she's... A lot of people forget she's freelance because she's, like, one of the faces of Ganbar Joshi, but she is a freelancer, so <laughs> it's like... Uh, and she's also old, so... Yeah, she's like 37 or something. So, uh, speaking of fun, this tag match was a lot of fun because everybody decided collectively, let's bully Kaho Kabayashi. <laughs> I feel like there's, whenever there's like a six-person tag on these Nomad shows, one person's going to get bullied so hard. <laughs> yeah, and most of the time it'll probably be Kaho Kabayashi. I'm uh, I'm glad it was. I'm I hate her new gear. I'm sorry. But she deserves it. You shouldn't want to match until she gets her old gear back. <laughs> so I'm glad they were all just collectively bullying her. They put her in like the fucking that stretch thing that they yeah. do. Yeah. So everybody, everybody posed her in the head. <laughs> oh, sick! Oh, the ending stretch was funny. So Kaho and uh, Sariano were doing these uh, roll up counters to each other, <laughs> and anytime Kaho got the pin accidentally one of her teammates would like kick her in the head and kick her back <laughs> accidentally in quotation marks yeah. it was good but uh sorry Anna got the win because she did the uh the bushy pin where there's the uh backslide into the bridge i was gonna say Which i don't I think really i've ever like. seen sorry do that i don't think i have either so i was like what is this what are you doing yeah but it was it was really nice i was really impressed i was like wow which i don't get wow much from wrestling now so Glad it was a fancy roll-up pin. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, Sari's got like the best bridge in wrestling, so. Oh yeah, she's her bridges are very very nice. So. But yeah, Sari, Tay, and Micah got the win on that one. Hoping oh, yeah. that they're Kaho... still gonna run Sari and Venny though at some point. Um, that'll probably be volume three, and also fucking 
Kaho died because Micah did the muscle buster and uh, Tehan with missile drop kicked her out of the muscle buster. <laughs> <laughs> Micah is like you big Samoa Joe guy. I, I, I understand. I understand. Uh, the next match was uh, Aniki, Ryo Mizunami versus Rina Amikura. This was really, really good. Uh, I don't know if I've seen Rina wrestle before. Yeah, she wrestles in Ice Ribbon. She's Amin in uh, Ice Ribbon. Uh, she teams with, like, oh. Naoi Shikawa and somebody else in, like, three princesses tag team or a trio. Oh. Um, so I've probably seen her somewhere. I just haven't yeah. paid attention. And we, she was really good in this. And we watched her a long, long time ago. I believe it was on a Sendai Girl show because I'm pretty sure she was in the same match that, as a uh, uh, Manami was in her. Like, why are y'all fucking yelling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Uh, but yeah, this was really, really good. This kind of plays into something that I was watching this. Uh, I believe it was Rina Yamashita during an interview with Mr. Haku that said uh, that they that she feels it's essential that Ryo Mizunami is on these shows and that the young power wrestlers and Joshi get to experience what it's like to be in the ring with her. And I think this match could make this even a truer statement. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, I mean, obviously I clearly didn't re- remember Rina Amakura at any point. But, um, yeah, I think this is was definitely a standout match for her. Like, you, you can tell, like... Putting any young wrestler with Rio Mizunami, they're just going to Rio having a fantastic year. She, oh, she is. She's just having a great year. She's decided just to be a power wrestler, and it's fantastic. She's had so many of these matches where she's making young people, if you take a look at Miyu Watanabe and then on this one. So it's like, she can do no wrong this year. But, uh, yeah, she got the win, obviously. She's not going to mm-hmm. lose. Dog, she killed her with that lariat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, that. Sucks, bro. <laughs> oh, it was a great match. Um, the semi-main event we had tag tag team match. Uh, first, bro, did you see the video? No, oh, did you see the video? video pack? Dude, the I video package <laughs> was insane. Okay, so y'all gonna not did a whole silent no. film for this. <laughs> oh my god! So this stuff, I I cannot. I cannot do this. You got to go watch this video package. It is hilarious. So it goes, I forgot what month it was, 2020. Uh, COVID hits the world and everything shuts down. And then it's like a few months after that, Natsu Sumire goes on indefinite hiatus. <laughs> Wait, I love how like, we're com- Natsu went into this comparing COVID and her hiatus on the same level. We we got insight into like depressed alcoholic. It was so dramatic. She was sat there watching her old matches, drinking. She this went out onto the park, drinking. She threw this is her incredible. gear down. This is incredible. I it was a whole this. silent film towards it. You need to watch this because we can't, can't. do this justice. <laughs> it's so. After I saw that, I just started losing my shit. I just couldn't. This is incredible. <laughs> Not Ray, one of the greatest of all time. This and is that is genuinely the greatest mind in wrestling. I will not be told otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we first thought we had Yuki Takase in these braids. All right, we got to stop Joji wrestlers from doing these braids. Let's not. Yeah, shout out to Yuki in the braids. Uh, she was out here in uh, her heel gear, if you want to say that. Then Natsu came out with a bunch of women. I was like, Natsu yo, came this out is crazy. Yeah. Uh, she Dude, this gear was gear. insane. 
She has the Madonna pointy tits gear. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> she had the fur. She was with women. She came out. She got given flowers. Like, this is the return of, of Natsu. I'm so glad it happened. Yeah. Uh... So dramatic. Um, Tay, Sauri, and Micah came out to give her flowers, I think. Was it Micah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they gave her flowers and then... Uh, out came Galaxy Punch, Hikaru Shimizu, and Saki. They came with flowers. And uh, they got their <laughs> ass whooped for it. I was like, don't you ever bring those around here again. <laughs> now, Natsu took one look at them. He was like, how dare you? And just beat the shit out of Hikari with them. <laughs> she looked the one, looked the flowers. You trying to call me old? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? But, but then yeah. it just it went off the rails after this. Oh, dude, they went around the arena. Hey, when it got in the ring, you could how he was doing heel spots, telling like grabbing Akar Shimizu's hand and like uh, pointing it at Saki. Just like, all right, come on, tag her, tag her. Like, oh, this is crazy. We've entered a bizarre world here. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, skills wise, nothing. You know, very basic match, if you will. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But the way that like they sold it. I'm buying it, and I'm throwing away the receipt. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sometimes to me, if you can really sell the dramatics of the match, I don't care how basic you're wrestling. I love when when Natsu went for the Bronco Buster, Hikari Shimizu moves, and then Saki just reaches in and fucking boots her in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this so much. You got got all the greatest hits of Natsu. Miyuki was... being the real one with the braids. Second, that is for true. It was it was overall a very fun match to watch. But Galaxy Punch did get the win. I think Hikari Shimizu won with the diving double foot stuff. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But um, then after the match, Natsu was like, "Damn, I fucking hate wrestling. It's painful. I want to go home." Ice pack. But uh, yeah, Natsu's uh, full-time back to wrestling now, so she's doing the Triple P show mm-hmm. against that one porn star. Um, yeah, I know her. Yeah, uh, that one. she wrestles. Yeah, that uh, one. She's teaming up with Makoto, but... <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. But, but uh, yeah, so glad, glad to see Natsu back. It's been a very speak, long... Speaking of Makoto, if we can backtrack a bit, I forgot to mention this, but Makoto with two belts is bringing for a wrestling back to its forefront. I just oh, want to put that out there. Hell yeah. Makoto we're living in a great time. Recently. We're, we're living a great life here, so, you know. Yeah, um, main event, another tag match. Hiroi Matsumoto and Nane Takashi versus Rini Yamashita and you. One absolute hoss battle. I love this. I love everything about this. <laughs> Nane, ever since the great six-person tag with her, Michiko, and Hosa Calvers to send our girls, she's starting to hit her stride. She's hitting her stride again. She's getting back in her bag. She's getting ready yeah. for that World of Stardom title run. I'm ready. <laughs> the old Nane's back, and she's ready to beat up children in stardom. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm fired up. I'm about to start doing the mosquito meal. Burn, burn. <laughs> Sound of my mouth. I'm going crazy. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, this was a really, really fun match. Speaking of people that have had great years, you uh, and Hiroyo Matsumoto, actually, for that matter. Hiroyo Matsumoto is somebody who doesn't get praised much at all because she's always great. She's always consistently great. Uh, but just a really I feel fun... I like she's been a little low-key this year as well. Yeah, she's probably hit a little bit on the radar, but, you know, 
She's supposed to hanging out in Oz and all that. So yeah, four great, it. four great wrestlers together in one match. Obviously, and you'll never believe who got the win in this match. You will never guess. No, no, it's guys. Hell yeah, Nade's not coming into any show losing. Yeah. Uh, before we get to what happened afterwards, uh, you, new Pure J Openweight Champion. That's her first world title since uh, leaving TJPW. Shout out to her. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Nane talked after the main event, and Reno was crying and all that. And this was like, yeah, we, we also got one more thing. And then uh, then the fucking techno music hits, and here comes Jungle Keon. And I was like, hell yeah, you already know. She said, I'm leaving, I'm taking this song with me. It's mine. I'm so glad Keona's got that um, music. Because it's the TCS song. Yeah. It wasn't a song that Bushy Road had made. It was already made before they took over. It's the TCS song. I'm glad you took it. Feels like I'm taking the, the song. I am leaving the Hatman. I'm going to the I Hate Hatman fan club. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was nice not to hold and open the ropes for and all that. Uh, uh, that's who on Twitter was like, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I never thought I'd be doing that, but all right. Uh... And then Jungle was just like, uh, I am freelancer Jungle Kiona. Uh, I'm going to be based out the U.S. for a little bit, but uh, I saw Nomads and I realized there was a reason for me to return to Japan and I went to fight. So will y'all let me fight? And Reno was like, I don't think you understand how this wrestling thing works. You need an opponent and you need a venue. <laughs> so, Reno could have so, just been like, yeah, Nomads is done after this. <laughs> this is the last show ever. You're not wrestling nowhere. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so she'll be on Nomads going forward, if not the next one, probably the following one, because she's going to be in America for a little bit. Uh, she's booked and busy in America, actually. She's got quite a few bookings. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for Kiona that she actually did come back to wrestling, because honestly, I thought that that was going to be it for her. Yeah. I wasn't too hopeful that she was going to come back. I'd kind of accepted it that she might do a show here and there, but yeah, she's making a full return, so... She probably just wanted to heal completely, and I understand that. Mm. Uh, And also, she works, and she's got, like, a shoot job, so so she probably has to, you know, save up time so she can go to America and all that, so. uh, Yeah, she's she's a real adult. Yeah, she's doing her thing. Uh, Which, you know, she might not even work that job, because we can be in America for a couple months, so. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I'm going to use all my holiday days and uh, go to America for a bit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, like I said, seeing her, she's on fucking radio with KZ and Hokkaido. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's good to see her wrestling again. I mean, you know, she said, you know, she said she wants to wrestle, continue on and wrestle for Hannah and do everything. Kind of like same vein as what Konami said, as she wants to re- continue to wrestle on for Hannah and all that. But it's like two different sides of the coin because... Konami's probably going to continue to do so for in stardom and reach those heights that Hana wanted to reach while Kiona's going to try to do it globally and reach everybody across the world. So it's it's a nice little TCS lore thing. So glad yeah, she's back around. I think, I think around. it's worked out. Like, oh yeah. I feel like Konami could be the one to you know follow what Hana's dreams in stardom was, and then Kiona can do what Hana wanted to do internationally. So yeah, I think it worked it's out beautifully. Yeah, uh, it's just really nice. Uh, it's good to see. Uh, so, I ha- so I have to imagine. So, when is is that birthday event Kyoko's doing? Is that gonna be like a show, or is that just gonna be like some type of like event? 
<laughs> I I heard it was a show, but I've not really seen anything. Nah, I should probably keep it low key. Alright, that's fine. So I mean, I can I can do a little a little fact check, but I feel she's like probably probably keeping it low key because she probably wants Kiona on it, and she's gonna be in America for like the next few months. So. <laughs> uh, by the looks of it, it's gonna be like towards the end of this month. Oh, okay. uh, oh, so, oh, they're doing a little talk show. Okay. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So, I was gonna say. I was like, they'll probably just keep it to the May show. I was gonna say. But, okay, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, they're probably gonna hey, get you know. Hey, hits. I'm just saying. When May comes around again, Kyrie's back full time. Oh, Kiona's no, back full time. Stacked. Not There's still time for time. yeah. <laughs> There's still time for Konami to come back before May. That show's gonna be crazy. <laughs> that show's gonna be I feel like insane. With the amount of options that they're gonna have for next year's show, it's gonna be. They might blow. Really they show. might outdid, outdo these two years. I'm still, I'm still keeping my belief that they should do uh, Oscar and Rena versus uh, what you call it, Kiona and Konami if they can. I'm still under that impression, but it'd be a crazy card. Uh, Especially since uh, at least the core three that are around it, Kiona, Yoshino, and Kyoko are all keeping in contact constantly. As I was saying, I wanted to mention Kiona posted her uh, blog. Of, she, she titled it My Boyfriend in Osaka. And it was her <laughs> meeting up with Yoshino in Osaka. And Yoshino quoted me. He was like, uh, I, I guess I'm the boyfriend in Osaka. <laughs> hey, <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, a little nice things. But uh, that was no match. You should definitely check it out. It was a really fun show, especially then was like really feel good because Kiona got a verbal reaction whenever she came through the curtain. So it was nice and she was tearing up. Yeah, uh, don't listen to Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I'll fuck Crash Bandicoot up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now it's time for our draft. As we said, we were going to take stardom in TJPW, uh, cut some people away, keep some people, and draft 13 people to add to the rosters. And we're looking at least... One thing's that the things we're looking for is fit and who do we think would work well with the people that we've kept. Uh, the idea was to improve the rosters, but also give ourselves some challenges because I've taken away some big people. Some well, most of the people that I've gotten rid of, I didn't want to get rid of, but it's just I had to. And there's at least two where I was like, these are going to be big hits to the card, to the upper card at least, but. I'm willing to do it just to challenge myself. So, uh, I ran. I'm taking TJPW. Beth's taking Stardom. I gave her the choice, and she took Stardom, which is fine because I would have kicked everybody out of Stardom. Uh, yeah, I picked Stardom because I was like, you know what? I hate most of the roster, so it should be pretty easy. Yeah, it was hard because I actually like most of TJPW's rosters <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but the people I am getting rid of, uh, we have gone by the roster pages mostly if they're on the roster page we counted them uh so you know there's only one that's not on the roster page but that was that was Kyrie, and she's pretty much on the roster anyway so yeah uh so i've got rid of palm haruna neko moko miyamoto uh hyper misao mahiro kiryu Oh my god, I forgot to... I could keep one of these. Okay, that's fine. You know what? I'll just keep... Fuck it. I will... Uh, yeah, I'll keep... Uh, I forgot somebody because they weren't on the roster page. 
Now I gotta decide who I'm gonna keep. Shit. Fuck it. I will. Nah, nah. I'll just keep them on the roster. Fuck it. Whatever. This is Juria Nagano. She she just debuted. Oh. She can. She'll be fine. She can just stay. Uh, Mahiro Kiryu, Kamiyu, Kaya Toribami. Uh, I threw Saki Sam out there because she's on the roster page, and I was like, Saki Kai doesn't really work here like that, so it's not like a big loss. Plus, I need to keep Raku because the up up girls, and I need Aja Kong on my shows. So, like, you gotta understand, there's a whole process here. Uh, Yuki Aino, and the big one, I'm getting rid of Miyu Yamashita. This is this is, hurts me, but I was like, I want to challenge myself, and I feel like getting rid of one of the big safety nets is, is a good start. So so the people that I will be keeping, Yuka Sakazaki, Shoko Nakajima, Risu Endo, Suzumi, Kari Noah, Raku, Miyu Watanabe, now Kikuta, uh, May Saint Michelle is on the roster page, so I'm keeping her and just making her May Saruga, because fuck it. Uh, Maki Ito, Mizuki, Rika Tatsumi, uh, Yuki Arai, and Jiria Nagano. So... Okay. Um, I with starting, I kind of just got rid of everybody that I felt like needed to go, mm. and I'm sorry if that upsets people. Uh, number one picked uh, Death Yamasan, Tricky Ken Death, Goki Ken Death. Kari she's got Yama. enough bookings. <laughs> she she's alright. She doesn't need to work in Stardom. <laughs> uh, I got rid of Hina. Sorry, mm. she don't need her. Lady C, too tall. Don't need you. Uh, my Sakurai, you trash, get out. Oh, also, uh, um, I got rid of 10 people. Beth got rid of 13, but we're still drafting 13 because Stardom has a big roster, so. Yeah, Stardom literally has 30 people, so I was like, I need to get rid of some people. Um, yeah, my Sakurai, trash. Momokogo, I'm sorry, trash. Uh, <laughs> Miyu Amasaki, I know you just debuted, but you trash. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry I had to get rid of the gorilla one, Sai Eater. Uh, this is a strictly no Saya company. Saya Kamitani, out. Yanagi Sayaka, out. Waki Sukiyama, gone. Don't need her. Uh, this was kind of a, a hard one, but I decided to go with it. I'm like, I'm sorry. Hanan, you're gone. Ha ha ha! So... Thought thought you'd be happy about that. Uh, and then I thought I'd made all my selections because I was going to get rid of uh, a few big names and then I remembered that God's Eye is a thing. So I was like, you know what? Amy, Amy Soray and Mirai, you can go as well. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I got rid of like most of the trash people in Stardom. Kept Azumi, Julia, Hazuki, Kairi, Koguma, Micah, Mayu Otani, Mina Shirakawa, Momo Watanabe, Natsuko Tora, Natsupoi, Rina, Ruaka, Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, Shuri, Tam Nakano, Tekla, and Yatami Hayashista. Okay. Even okay. then, I've still got 18 people on this bloody roster. <laughs> you kept Momo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I okay. kept Momo Watanabe, yeah. Okay, alright. You can have Momo Kogo if you like. Nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And we also have given ourselves uh, three of the freelancers that come into the company for shows to keep. Uh, and I have chosen to keep Asuka. So whenever we say keep, we mean they're just going to be part of the regular roster and they will not be eligible for drafting. So going Asuka. Mm, 
Mm, that's that's tough. You know what? AEW doesn't need Reho. I'll take Reho. Uh, <laughs> and who? Hmm. It's tough. Kind of want to. You know what? We'll keep Hikaru Shida as well. So, AW, fuck you, man. How about that? Okay. Fuck you. Um. So the freelancers that I'm keeping, kind of obvious choice. I'm I'm gonna pick Saki. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's I don't like you because I totally was gonna take Galaxy Punch. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna pick either Saki or um, Hikari, so I was like, I'm gonna take Saki while I can. Uh, I thought out of prominence, I'll keep Riza Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? The fuck it. She she shows up in Stardom enough. I'll uh, keep Haruka Umasaki. Oh, that's a good pick. I actually forgot she existed, and I was like, when you mentioned the free uh, freelance thing, I was like, oh, there's that one speedy one. The one speedy one. That's <laughs> obvious. But uh, yeah, that's 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 my roster that I've selected to keep. Uh, Alright, so I will draft first this time since she drafted first last time and this is going to seem like an odd pick to just do first overall, but you got to remember I'm also going with fit, about fitting the TJPW mold as well as meshing well with the rest of my roster. So I am going to take Maria from Marvelous. Okay. Oh, I forgot she freelanced in Stardom for a bit. Never mind. Oh, you ain't gotta worry about that. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first round pick, kind of a strange one as well, but I thought, you know what? Why not? Uh, I picked uh, Miku Alno from uh, Actress. Good pick. Well, she kind of fits stardom, so... Yeah. She probably wrestled there at some point, but... Yeah. For my first... For my first... of, I think I'm only going to take two people that you let go. Because, I don't know, I think that aspect of some of them freelancing would be f- kind of funny. Or kind of fun. <laughs> Depends how you view it. But I'm honestly going to take Saya Kamatani. She's a former idol. Uh... So, she does fit the TJPW mold pretty well, though. Yeah, and she does minus like the good wrestling part. <laughs> that is a lot. They have some good wrestlers. They're just not always pushed. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm gonna save my stolen picks for later. Yeah. So all the people I definitely want to pick. Uh, obviously, I have to go with uh, Maya Yuki. No. Chance of her going to start in real life, slim to none, but yeah, life stardom, hell yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and just take Maria's tag partner, Rico Kawahata. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. I'm not gonna go too, I don't want to go too, un, like, realistic and just be like, oh, I want a reason Nagajima, I want fucking Risa <laughs> <laughs> Nozaki, I want all these people. I, I don't want to be I mean, technically, I could because I feel like Stardom. 
would be more. Well, you're in a tough spot because most people don't like Star Wars. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, like, the people they are working with, are they going to risk doing that? <laughs> um, my next pick, I'm going to... Um... I'm gonna complete Galaxy Punch. I'll take uh, Hikari. Yeah, I don't even. I ain't got no use for it no more. To, <laughs> to the whole, she's gonna be in this crazy tag division I'm trying to build here, but uh, uh, I do need a hoss. Uh, I got rid of Ino, so I need a hoss with a big personality to replace her, and I definitely think I'm getting an upgrade here. By bringing in its Gaoki. I mean, she was going to be one of my picks, but I didn't yeah, I couldn't think off, of where man. she'd fit in stardom. Yeah, well, I can think where she fits at the top of my company. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next pick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for one of my stolen picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go for Kamiyu. Mm-hmm. Very cosmic angels. Oh yeah, she would definitely fit process. in there. Uh huh. I'm trying to think. <laughs> you know, I was I was hoping you got rid of Momo with Hanabe, and I was like, I could just slide her right into the Miu spot. But you know, I this person would never leave their company. But if I'm getting rid of a kicker, might as well replace her with a kicker. And let me get Haneko Nakamori, so. Hey, yeah, that's, that's a good good shout. I'm going to go for a, another obscure one, but I feel like she'd fit in. Yeah. It's all about uh, fit. Fellow JTO person, Tomiko mm-hmm. Inaba. Yeah. I feel like she'd, uh, she'd be a good fit for God's Eye. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. That's crazy, because I'm finna snatch out all this. So, I mean, that's great. Works out great for me. I always dances. I don't need to explain why. <laughs> I'm taking her. <laughs> She'll just be there dancing. Hell yeah, that's half the show. Her dancing to the back, in the back while the up-up girls are performing. <laughs> um, so, I feel like I have a position that needs to be filled. So... I'm going to replace Death Yamasan with Sakura Hirota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, okay, I thought you were adding her back to your roster and then... Just changing the name. <laughs> no, I thought you were adding her back to your roster and then just, like, throwing somebody else out there. That's N- No, I'm replacing Death Yamasan with Sakura Hirota as Death Yamasan. So you're going to <laughs> add... So you're going to So add... I'm kicking out Death Yamasan. Okay. To put okay. in Sakura Hirota as Death Yamasan. Okay, or I get Goku and Death. Okay. I get I get what you're going for here. Alright. Alright. I just need a moment to wrap my head around that because I alright. So, okay. Uh thinking thinking along here, uh trying to see looking at some of the people I'll let go if there's a if there's a need I need to fill. Uh, I do need a comedy person. I have not stolen from Wave yet. 
Give me Yuki Miyazaki. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I'm taking a Hibiscus <laughs> Me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I don't think Hibiscus Me would fit in stardom. I definitely think Hibiscus Me would be a member of God's Eye. <laughs> <laughs> God's Eye, but she's just been a crackhead the entire time. Yeah. Um, I have another spot that I need to replace. I need another tall person, so I'm going to take Yosaki Akai. That's fair. And, uh... She can be the least gonna, important she... person in, uh... Queen's Quest. Queen's Quest. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't <laughs> think of that tall. faction. Couldn't think of that faction yeah. name. But Saki Akai is my new Lady C. Yeah, that's fair. Uh... Ah, you know, this is, this is a pick for me. I don't need to explain this. Uh... Mochi Natsumi, come on down. <laughs> I'm actually going to run her and Hibiscus Me as a tag team. That, that'd be kind of sick. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was thinking about taking her, but then I was like, oh, I kind of want Riza Sarah more. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the last of my stolen picks. Obviously, <laughs> I had to take Mia Yamashita. Yeah, for sure. Because she, she fits in stardom, so... Yeah, she could, she's just... I mean, Mariah doesn't have a personality, and she's getting pushed pretty well because she can wrestle, so... It'd be the same. Yeah, she yeah, she can go in God's eye. Uh do, do, do. next pick uh for me. You know it's gonna be like a gunshot wound for Marvelous, but I want Mio Momono, so I'm going to take Mio Momono. <laughs> Marvelous have no longer got anybody on their roster. Yeah, now they're just shut down. <laughs> uh, this another like kind of shot in the dark pick, but it kind of makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna go for Yuna Mizumori. I was thinking of her. I just forgot about it. I was thinking about it last night. I just totally forgot. Uh, that's fine because I'm gonna take Che. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking Che, but then I was like, eh. That's fine. You see, yeah. I was going to take both of them, and I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to go for... Just because I feel like she'd fit in somewhere. Uh, I'm going to go for Makoto. Yeah, I was thinking of taking Makoto, too, and I just forgot. <laughs> I was <laughs> blanking the day. Uh... AEW doesn't need Emi Sakura, so I'll take her. You know what? I was thinking Emi Sakura, but I was like, you know what? Never mind. I don't need her. I do. <laughs> uh... hmm. you know, I feel like I need more... more young people. I feel like I need to replace Saya Ida, so I'm going to go with Ayami Sasamura. That's a good pick. I. Why not? Uh, I'm gonna take Micah Ozaki. Oh, I forgot she existed. I spoke her about it like ten minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of people on the Nomad show, I'm gonna go for uh, Tay Honma. Yeah. 
Uh, my last pick is going to be a stolen pick, and it's going to be Hanan because, yes. <laughs> I will take the next coming of Mayu Batani. <laughs> um, for my last pick, uh, I mean, she was technically in stardom for a little bit, so I'm going to go for... Hmm. Nah, fuck it. I'm going to go for... Um... You know what I say. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to take the worst member of the Sasaki family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I was thinking about it. It was, it was either Ren or Yuna, and I was like, I'm going to go Ren, but I was like, you know what, fuck it, Yuna. She deserved better when she had that one stardom match like two years ago. <laughs> and then decided <laughs> I'm going to go to Gambari. <laughs> it was like that one match two years ago. Yuna was like, yeah, I'm going to Gambari. And then Natsu was like, yeah, I'm going to retire for a bit. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, so that brings my TJPW roster to Yuko Sakazaki, Shoko Nakajima, Arisa Lindo, Suzumi, Hikari Noah, Raku, Miyu Watanabe, now Kikuta, Mesa Ruga, Maki Ito, Mizuki, Rika Tatsumi, Yuki Arai, Juria Nagano, Asuka, Riho, Hikari Shida, Maria, Saya Kamatani, Riko Kawahata, Itsuki Aoki, Hanako Nakamori, Aoi, Hibiscus Me, Mochi Natsumi, Mio Momono, Che Kosh, I'm not going to pronounce that, <laughs> Emi Sakura, Maiko Zaki, and Hanan. Um, my stardom roster now is uh, Azumi, Julia, Hizuki, Kairi, Kogama, Micah, Mayu Iwatani, Mina Shirakawa, Momo Watanabe, Natsuko Tora, Natsupoi, Rina, Ruaka, Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, Shuri, Tam Nakano, Tekla, Yatami, Saki, Riza Sara, Haruku Umasaki, Miguelno, Mayuki, Hikari Shimizu, Kamiyu, Tomoko Inaba, Sakura Hirota, Saki Akai, Miyu Yamashita, Yuna Mizumori, Makoto, Ayami Sasamura, Tei Honma, and Yuna Manase. I've got about 6 million people on this roster now. That's fine. Hey, I think we've definitely upgraded both rosters. So, uh, that's just my viewpoint. So, Whenever this does drop, let us know. Let us know which roster you, you're vibing with more and which which you like about it. So yeah, should I be in charge of Stardom? Should Coda yes. pass the keys to me? I definitely think you should, one hundred percent. So anyway, we don't know what we're gonna do next week, but uh, that's all we got for you this time. So we'll see you next time.